Hi, everybody. My name is Miriam Goldberg, and I wanted to thank the Nishay Sanhedrin Merchavet for this opportunity to be giving over a series this week, Merit Hashem. So the topic that I'd like to give over is Emunah Bitachon, which is one of my favorite topics, I guess, in addition to Taras and Mishpacha. And um, really, Emunah Bitachon is such a wide, huge topic, which we could discuss for months on end. And um, it reminds me of what the Chavz Chaim once told over when someone asked him, how much of Torah do we really know in this generation? And the Chavz Chaim, as he always did, used a mashal. And he said that, imagine if someone walks over to the ocean and takes a drop out of the ocean. Is anything really missing from the ocean? No, that drop is insignificant. It's not even felt. And that's how he compared us learning Torah in this generation, that Torah is so vast and huge, and we're really just scratching the surface of it all. And really the same as with Emun and Bitochon. It's such a huge, huge topic, and it's not an intellectual exercise or an intellectual limud. It's really it's a mahalachachayim. And so I think, Merz Hashem, in the few minutes that we have each day this week, we'll be touching on a practical exercise which we could really apply to our daily lives. So I'm going to share with you some insights that I felt really helped me um, going through my Nisayan for many years. And I will say that going to many, many gdolim, the common denominator of all these gdolims, brachos or etzes, was working on a munem bitachon. And so today, Merit Hashem, I'd like to discuss the definition or a little bit of an understanding of what Emunah Mitachon really is. And then Merz Hashem throughout the week touch upon practical exercises of what to do in a situation that seems complicated or difficult or just doesn't make sense, whatever it may be. So it says in the Shomer Amunim that in the end of days, in the last generation before Mashiach comes, that Hashem will actually take a rope of emuna and he'll extend it from one side of the world to the other side of the world. It says, And he's going to actually, he's going to shake this rope very, very strongly. And anyone who's holding on, but not tightly enough, will actually fall. And anyone who's holding on for dear life, literally for dear life, will actually remain connected. And then Ramchal says in Das Tvunus that before Mashiach comes, Yisgaber Hayetzar Hara, Visamit L'Shabish Esemunasam Shel Yisrael, meaning in this last generation, the Yitzar Hara is actually going to come and is going to distort our Emuna, the Emuna which was so steadfast throughout all the generations, is going to become this Shibush is a word of. I guess you would say, like, distortion. The and the Muna is going to be so difficult. And he compares it to Tipus al-Kirchalak, climbing up a wall, literally climbing up a smooth wall. And we could just imagine that in our mind. You can't really climb up a smooth wall. And that is how the Muna is going to be in the last generation. And he says, meaning this Muna is going to be a very difficult and challenging Avoda, but we know that it's really the avoda that Hashem is expecting of us, and it's the first of the Asar Sadibros, Anochi Hashem Lokecha. So it's it's a huge avoda, and this is what we're going to have to work on. 
in our daily lives. So bringing in from Echtav Miliyahu, just to define what is Emuna, and I'm going to differentiate today, Meretz Hashem, between Emuna and Bitachon. And we really use them usually interchangeably, and hopefully, Meretz Hashem, throughout the week, I will be using them interchangeably, but at least for today, I'd like to actually focus on each one individually, each one separately. So Echtav Miliyahu says, Emuna Meloshon Ne'emanus. What does Ne'emanus mean? It means faithfulness, to be faithful. So he says that when a person is faithful to another um, and he is in a certain obligation or a certain commitment to another person, he doesn't deviate from this commitment, from his being faithful. And um, he brings in that Avram Avinu, we say, Matasa es levavo ne'eman lefanecha. We say that every morning. That's what Hashem found in Avram Avinu. Hashem found in Avram Avinu that he was faithful to him. And what does it mean to be faithful? Faithful means, and this is really based on the Mikhtam Yahu, that any time that a person is in a binding commitment, even if the situation isn't, according to his liking, even if he finds himself in a difficult, complicated situation, or even if it actually contradicts what logic dictates to him, if he is faithful, he's going to be sticking to that commitment until the end. And uh, it says about Moshe Rabbeinu also the ne- uh, that he was a ne'eman. So we see that with the Avos, they were faithful to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Emuna is also melashon to Exercise, lehit amen, means to exercise, meaning that this word is actually teaching us that this isn't something that comes naturally to us. This is something that we have to continuously work on, unlike other, we'll call it vocations or topics, or even in Torah, sometimes we learn certain halachas, and it's a halacha that we can hear once or twice, and once we start applying it, then we're pretty much... Um, used to it and become accustomed to it with Amuna, it's very, very different. It's like going to an exercise class and being in shape, but if you stop going to that exercise class for a few days, then what happens is you really end up becoming out of shape. I remember I once went to an exercise class and there was one woman who came to observe us and she sat on the side and she was eating a bag of potato chips and we all looked at her and it was sort of a laughable situation. Not only was she not exercising, but she was actually gaining. She was gaining, a different type of gaining. And Lamaisa, that's the same with Emuna. If we keep it as an intellectual exercise and don't actually exercise our muscles, then we're really not gaining anything. Ravar says that the word, the avuda of Emuna is a constant melchama, meaning it, it's a constant battle, it's a constant war. We're waging, against, we're waging a war against our Yitzhahara. So if I was in a certain situation yesterday, and Baruch Hashem, I did have Emuna in that situation, it doesn't necessarily mean that today, in my situation today, even if it's almost exactly like the situation I was in yesterday, doesn't mean that I'm going to have a Muna in this situation. Why? Because I need to constantly exercise those muscles. Chavakok, it says, Hamidan alachas tzadik be'emunaso yechia, meaning he summarized, one of the understandings is he summarized the entire Torah in one idea, in one avoda, which is the amuna, and that is how a tzadik lives. Um, so that's a little bit about the avoda of, or, or what is the definition of emuna, ne'emanus, faithfulness, and emuna, meloshon, to exercise, lehit amen. Moving on to bitachon. What is bitachon? Simply put, bitachon is trusting. 
trusting Hashem. And um, I like thinking about it in the terms of the Avosakdoshim. So we see that throughout Breshis, which is really the Sefer of the Avos, and we know that Maisa Avos Simon Labanim, we see that each one of the Avos said the word Hineni. What does Hineni mean? So if we look at the first time that Hineni is mentioned in the Torah, it's in Breshis, in uh, Parshas Vayera, by Avram Avinu. And Rashi says, Hineni, Kahi Aniyasam Shel Chasidim, Lashon Anavahu, Lashon Zimunhu. Meaning, what Rashi is telling us is that this is how Chasidim respond. Hineni is, I am here. Hine Ani, I'm present, so I'm living in the moment. I'm not living in yesterday's world or in tomorrow's world. I'm living right now, and how am I living? I'm living with whatever Hashem is giving me right now in this moment. And zimun, zimun means I'm ready, I'm waiting for whatever my master is about to command me. And I'm, uh, I'm available, I'm faithful to whatever my avoda is in this specific moment. And that is the lashon of Hineni. We see that same lashon, very interestingly enough, used when um, Yaakov Avinu summons Yosef to come to him, and he requests that he go to Dotan to see what his brothers are up to. And Yosef Atzadik in his Anava also obviously knew in the heart of, it, uh, heart of hearts that his brothers hated him, and yet he answered to Yaakov Avinu with the Lashon of Hineni. And Rashi says the exact same thing over there. He says, Lashon Anava meaning there is a certain humility. And what's the humility that we could really learn out of Yosef HaTzadik's answering to his father? Is that he put his seichel aside, he put his intellect aside, and he is willing to carry out, to execute the avoda, the mission, the project of whatever he is being tasked at that given moment, regardless of whether it makes sense to him, regardless of whether it's comfortable for him, or regardless of whether it's something that he's interested in doing. And that's really the lushon of Hineni. So we see that throughout the uh, Sefer Breshets with the Avos Oktoshim and with Yosef HaTzadik. And if we think about the Avoda of Amun Abitachon, it's really an Avoda of the heart. So Rabbanit Lapidot says that we can compare it to Tevas Noach. So Tevas Noach, we know, had three levels. So the bottom level was the garbage, the middle level were the animals, and the top level were the human beings. And so if we compare it to our lives, we could say that the bottom level, the garbage, is really the dimyun. That's where the Yetzirah comes in, and that's our fantasy, or that's our imagination. And we always take it to the worst place possible. And I always say, if your husband's coming home and at a certain time, and for some reason he's running late and he hasn't notified you, our mind unfortunately starts racing, and unfortunately usually starts racing to very negative thoughts. So why don't we ever think to ourselves, well, maybe he met someone who just gave him a thousand shekel check or whatever it may be. So because the dimyon, the Yitzhahara, likes getting us all panicky, and the word for panic in Hebrew is daiga, or worry is daiga. If we look at the word daiga, the letter that it's missing from the beginning of the Aleph phase is the base of bitachon. So that's really what the Yitzhahara is trying to do to us. The Yitzhahara is trying to pull us into this place of despair and despondency and worry, because the Yitzhahara knows that once we, we get stuck in that, or call it like uh, the, the mud, 
um, into this quicksand, because it's really like quicksand, then we're no longer connected to Hashem, because Avodah V'munavitachon is in the heart, and it's a connection to Hashem. So that's the bottom level, is the dimyon. And that's really the behemistic aspect of a person, of a yid. The middle level, compared, comparing that to, uh, sorry, that was uh, the, the, the garbage. The middle level are the animals. And the animals are uh, compared to a bal chai, which means the rationale of a person. So that's the logic, what logic dictates to us. So logic dictates to us that this makes sense or that makes sense. And many times, what makes sense to us is things that we actually experience with our five senses or things that we know from our past experience. And that's the level, that's the middle level of the Baal Chai. A Yid is Mechoyov to be on the top level. And the top level corresponds to the Emuna. Emuna supersedes, it overrides the Dimyon of the garbage. It overrides the Higayon, the being rational, being logic. It's something far, far beyond our intellect. And we know that David HaMelech and Tehillim, if you look at Tehillim so beautifully, he weaves into Tehillim so many psukim of Emunah and Bitachon. So he says, right, uh, when we're talking about Emunah and Bitachon, meaning the voda of Emunah and Bitachon is in the heart. Don't rely on your seichel. Your seichel is your intellect. When a person is relying on their intellect, it almost contradicts, it almost always conflicts with the Emunah and Bitachon. There's a bigger voda of the heart, and we know that the longest distance in a person's body is between the mind and the heart. And that's really what we're going to be working on. So I see that I've already been speaking for 15 minutes. And honestly, I could go on and on and speak about this topic for months or for years. And it's a continuous avoda. But I think that for Merz Hashem, for today's avoda, is really taking that word hineni, taking the avoda of the avosokdoshim and whatever situation we're in, in the present, not thinking of yesterday and not thinking of tomorrow, just thinking about today. What is it that Hashem has given me today that I have to rise to the occasion, whatever it may be, whether I like it or not? And rising to that uh, occasion really brings me to that place of ne'emanus, of being faithful to Hashem. So um, Gila asked me just to mention my phone number if anyone would like to contact me. So again, my name is Miriam, and my number is 054-846-1101, or my home line is 581-1028, and you could leave me a message on my home line if I don't pick up. I will tell you that I am giving over a series on Amunam Bitacho now in the winter. It's every other week. Honestly, we might have a couple more slots available. So if you are interested in that, um, please be in touch with Shoshana Maka, who's really coordinating um, the series. And we've already started, but we just started last night. So it's really not too late yet. And um, I'm just going to give you her number, which is 058 or our home number is 566-1986, and you could leave a message. Hatsacharaba and Mertzashem. Hopefully you'll be listening in again tomorrow. Take care. Have a wonderful day. Bye.